Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. So I am sitting here today for a second time with Nate and Tommy, the two dads behind the Dads Who Try account on Instagram and TikTok. So thank you both for being here again today. Um, If you're new to listening to the podcast, the three of us recorded an episode a couple of months ago um, all about mom guilt and the perspective from two dads. So I will link that episode in the show notes. So that time that we recorded, I had a really long list of topics I wanted to cover um, during the episode, but we had such a good conversation that we didn't get to half of my topics. So that is why we're sitting down again today, and I'm so pumped. Thank you so much for having us. And yeah, I, I think we both left the uh, podcast last time going like, we got to come back for a round two. Like, we didn't even touch half the things we want to talk about. Exactly. And you guys, listen, this is probably one of my favorite podcasts that we did. Hands down. I, I, was, I was telling Sandra, you know, like, uh, I think, Renee, you and I were talking about this. We're like, she is the best question asker interview like, like it's a gift like knowing how to ask like questions and i'm like yo you guys this is a i feel like i could do this for like x amount of days in a row uh, i love so- that i've never heard that before it's a fun compliment yeah <laughs> so last episode i feel like we got bashed a little bit i think yeah. that the feedback was amazing. This is what people want to hear. I think we were really honest about moms versus dads, how we're all wired differently because we are like, yeah, we are. So this time though, I want to try not to gender generalize or stereotype too much, but also as much as I want to be like a thousand percent inclusive, like we are chatting as me as a, a mom, wife, woman, and you guys as men, dads, and husbands to your two beautiful wives. So you know, yes, talking about what we know. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I will try not to overgeneralize. I don't want all the dads listening to be like, "Oh my God, coming here again, talking uh, about how horrible we are." <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it so funny? It's like we can get, you know, eighty great comments and then five negative ones, and it's so easy for me to like instantly go like, "Oh man, I got to take this thing down," or. There's a revolt and it's so, yeah, I think that's just probably life, not just comments, but the negative stuff just stands out so much more. Yeah. Yeah. But my husband this morning, literally when I told him that we were recording again, he was like, don't do what you did last time. (laughs) I was like, I'll try. (laughs) We're just being ourselves. Yeah, we'll try. Right. Okay. So let's kick this episode off with something lighthearted. Okay. So why does it take men so long to poop in the mornings? What are you guys actually doing in there for so long? Is that overgeneralizing? I don't know. <laughs> you guys listen. So the truth be told, we, we get the business probably done with like in five, 10 minutes. We're on our phones. We're doing something probably for the next 15, 20. You know, I just think it's, it's bizarre. You guys, I don't know when I actually created this habit. I think it's the moment where I had kids. Because I don't remember ever being in the bathroom for that long. But once you have kids, you guys, I'm I'm just being truthful right here. I'm just saying it. Leah's gonna watch this thing, and she's like, "I just knew it." And and you know, because she'll she'll come by and she's like, "Hey, Bip, are you done in there?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm wrapping up." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm wrapping up like ten minutes ago." Oh my god. Well, I think before you were married, there wasn't someone sitting outside the door saying like, "What the heck took you so long?" Right. 
Exactly. Okay. Uh, growing up, I had I had siblings in the house, and so the bathroom was like the only place I could like have solace. It's like I would sit on the counter, like I wouldn't even be using the bathroom. I would just be like chilling, <laughs> and I, I it just like crossed over, like you know, into into marriage and into into fatherhood. Like the first thing I do every morning is wake up, and the first light I see is the bathroom light, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just trying to, you know. <laughs> Wait, get my senses going a little bit. And you know, if that takes three or four hours, then I'm just kidding. kidding <laughs> it is what it is. I, I will say this. I do feel a little guilty sometimes when I like, if I'm in there and then all of a sudden I hear like a loud bang or something. I'm like, oh God, I gotta wrap it up. Oh yeah, babe, I'm coming. I try to beat her to it. Like, oh, I'm out, I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. That's so funny. Like I know that my husband does the wordle every morning. Uh-huh. Um, yes. I'll be literally like doing stuff with my toddler and he's like sending me articles and TikToks and like (laughs) doing his fantasy lineup and stuff, you know, and I'm like, if you just focus on doing your business, this would be a five minute thing, you know? Absolutely. (laughs) There's there's nothing false about the statement you just made. (laughs) All right. So I will say now that my toddler is in a place where like 75% of the time he's not trying to sit on my lap while I'm going to the bathroom, I have also started taking my time like I am learning from the pros here and (laughs) I I like look through Pinterest Instagram and I just take my time now which is nice yeah I think that every everyone in the relationship needs a toilet time and and toilet time does not to be on the toilet it could be long shower time it could be sit in the driveway time like everyone needs like just a breather a little reset space for sure yeah but first thing in the morning we were working hard in our sleep okay (gasps) okay Okay, fair okay so the topic that I love so much and that my followers love to hear about is marriage after baby and we said we would talk more about that this time so having a baby is a huge upheaval to our lives right especially as it pertains to our relationships with our our partners so be very honest. Um, and I already know the answer is probably yes, but did your relationship with your wives change? Obviously there are changes for the better, but was there strife in your marriage for a while? Yes. <laughs> it, 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 uh, you know, I don't know if strife is the right word, but it, it took a massive readjustment and, you know, marriage. And I think life is like this. It's like when you, when you have a kid, it's so easy to get caught up in a new rhythm and a new routine, uh, especially, it's like you have to prioritize this newborn child. Like if you don't, they cannot survive without parents, you know? And and so if you're not careful, you'll keep that mentality until they're two, three, you know, they're toddlers, they're in school and you're like, you're keeping that. And so, yeah, I think we had to completely like change, like be intentional to change our, our motivations. And, you know, uh, there was a long stretch where we didn't get a night out, just the two of us you know, and, and now we have to be really intentional to make sure that happens. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's exactly, I'm, I'm thinking through like, you know, when we we're having our, our, our babies and uh, even, you know, it just feels like my, my oldest is two and uh, my, my one year old, he's about to be one tomorrow actually. And um, nice. we, uh, you know, I, I really do think I was just telling her, man, I said, cause he's, he's going through a, a weird phase right now. He's, we're not getting any sleep and he's in our room 
and we're just you know emotions are running high in the in the home lately and everyone's kind of like on edge and it's like no one's getting sleep and we're just we're kind of reminiscing the other night like man like life was a little bit easier <laughs> when they were when they weren't around because you didn't have to it was just us we got to, we got to serve each other well everyone's you know happy we met each other's needs and then you you have this little human that's relying on you now and so you know you, like like Nate, Nate was saying you you have to prioritize certain things but I, I think when when you don't understand it's easy to just kind of coast I think and to just let the rhythms of life just kind of carry you into where where you land and if you don't take a, a hold of that I do think that you let all these emotions fly and I do think that it causes some frustrations in your relationship you know sometimes like my wife will like I'm just being honest with you guys like you know sometimes she'll feel like her needs are not being met or that she's like second to you know to just this season because I'm not I'm maybe I'm not fully aware of it sometimes and so when you don't talk about things and you're just coasting and you're only prioritizing and it's not Again, you know, these little humans need us, but I think it takes a certain understanding. Hey, we got to prioritize the relationship too. your kids will one day, you know, they're, they're this young, but they're eventually going to go. And if you don't nurture the relationship and the marriage, you know, you're there and leave one day and then you're going to be left alone wondering what happened to the relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there things did change a lot, but it took intentional um, decisions on, you know, when to prioritize certain things. Yeah. And I think that first year, it's really hard to to be intentional, like you said, Nate, because your baby can't manage on their own. I and my husband, like we can, right? Like we are adults, we can take care of ourselves, but your baby can't. So like all your time and attention is going to them. Your patience is wearing thin. You have no time and space for your partner. And it's hard. Like it does affect you, especially that first year. Yeah. I think most people consider time management and then when you become a parent, you you start to consider energy management for the first time. Yeah. And, you know, it's like dating, it, this isn't going to sound romantic, but dating's a discipline. And it's like, you know, if you want to eat healthy, when you first start, you're not going to crave a salad, but when you eat it, you're going to feel refreshed. And it's like, when you start dating again into your marriage after kids, you know, it, at first you're not going to crave the date. You're going to be like, let's just stay at home and get rest. Then as soon as you go on your first one, you're like, this is what it was like to date again, you know, it's like, and then you start to pick up a rhythm and you get into it, but it's a discipline. You have to be so intentional. Otherwise you're just going to, you're going to miss it. This might be TMI, but it's also kind of like intimacy, right? Like you go weeks yeah. and weeks and weeks without, and then you have that intimate moment and you're like, dang, like, why don't we do that more? That was great. And then yeah. months go by again. And like, same with going on dates. You're like, this was so nice. Like, why don't we do this more? And then life gets busy. And yeah, isn't it? And, you know, we'll, we'll set appointments and dates in the, you know, for a doctor or, you know, for a podcast, for example. And it's like, we won't miss this. Even if we get a parking ticket, we won't miss this. We'll show up for it. But when it comes to dates, it's like the first thing that we allow to be taken off the calendar, you know, in, in, in the in the face of convenience and so i think it's like reframing your mind to go like no when we set something my my partner is my number one priority that that relationship you know the reciprocation of that relationship is the most important relationship in my life Mm -hmm. and if i don't treat that with priority then it's going to show my kids down the line how to handle their relationships and so yeah you know this sounds weird but 
dating is a great example of healthy parenting. And if your kids don't see you dating, then they're probably not going to grow up valuing their spouse or their partner as the priority of their life as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you kind of do what you're modeled when you're younger. And it's also like my husband and I have been trying to be more intentional about in front of, you know, our son to like, he'll compliment me on certain things now, like, Oh, you know, mommy comes up with all these creative ideas and activities for you, you know, little things like that, that mean so much to the marriage to me, but also is great for my son to hear versus us just like nagging at each other about what we're not doing well. Absolutely. I love that idea. Yeah. Just coming up with really intentional compliments to kind of like, Hey kids, check this out. You know? Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I want to talk more about dating your partner later on in the episode, but first I want to kind of talk about like resentment and scorekeeping because that's what so many first time or new parents are dealing with. So I'm going to start with the definition of resentment because I think before I had my son, I didn't even realize the definition. So it's bitter indignation at having been treated unfairly. So I feel like as parents, we throw the term resentment around a lot. I feel like when I read the definition today, I was like, wow, that's like pretty, you know, heavy. But anyway, so there is a lot of scorekeeping that happens in relationships, especially after having a child. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. So And this is not like you're literally keeping score, but like mentally. And I think this is more moms and women doing this, right? And you guys have no idea. So it's like, who's changed more diapers? You know, who got more sleep? Like one thing I always hear moms complaining about is if they've been up with their kids all night, their babies or breastfeeding. And then the first thing in the morning, the husband says is, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. That is like apparently such a big pet peeve for for moms. And then other things like, you know, who has more leisure time, like who spends more time with baby, who does more domestic chores, who's giving up the most, you know, who's working harder, who spent more hours with the screaming baby or whiny toddler and like who carries the heavier mental load. So those are just some examples where women, I mean, maybe men too, but women keep score. And I read this book it has horrible reviews I don't know why because I loved it it's called maybe you guys have read it it's called baby proofing your marriage I've never heard of this since yeah sounds like a great title yeah it's a great book it has literally the worst reviews I think because the intention is to read it before you have a kid and so it scares people but when you read it after you've gone through several months of marriage after baby you're like wow like this all resonates and I can relate and it's just it's kind of funny But so what it, some little bullet points of what it says is, and it's kind of funny to me, like some tasks carry higher point value to one another than others, right? Like certain things you guys might do. Your wife is like, you know, that's great. Um, (laughs) Positive points often carry an expiration date for cashing in, but negative points never expire. (laughs) (laughs) like we never forget past high scores of resentment yeah so then that ongoing like tit for tat like isn't gonna help you succeed in your relationship so we have to stop keeping score as hard as it is and we all have to do our fair share I think in any relationship though you know I think that there are gonna be moments where it's like 
whether you keep point system or not people it's just natural i think people think through that stuff especially you know like when you're when you're tired and when you're not but i think like for us man i i just we're we're just on this track where we're like hey look we know this season requires different things of us like right now i'm not in the same season i was last year or my wife she's she's not in a role that she was last year she was actually going into an office now she's working remote and so she's like with the kids a lot. And so that is looks completely different. And so I think, so my understanding is like now, okay, well, she's home a lot with the kids. So how can I serve her when I'm, when I am home? Right. Uh, Cause I'm not, not, now I'm not in the home when last year I was. And so things have, things have switched now. And so it's like, I think it, in any relationship, when it becomes about self, I think that's when it gets hard. Like you can't be in marriage and think about how to serve you only. And now I'm not saying that like you can't have your your alone time or your time to, you know, to get into a good mental space. But I also want to just be be certain and knowing that like, hey, in any relationship, especially like and I can only speak on behalf of my marriage, I have to know how to serve my wife and I got to know her needs and 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 things are constantly changing. So am I am I aware of that? Am I you know, because what we were six months ago weren't isn't what we're, we are today. And so. I, I do think like it, it can be easy at times to like take certain scores. I think be, especially like after a long night or like no sleep, you guys, you're just on edge. You know, when you're, when you're tired, you just, you say <laughs> things you don't mean you, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're agitated and, totally. uh, and and things come out and you don't even mean it. You just want to get the frustration on. You're like, ah, I'm, totally. like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I do whatever. Yeah. But, it, yeah. but it's like, you know, I think, you like in marriage you guys if we're gonna give the most grace to anywhere it has to be in our home like she's yeah. like my wife she is she truly is a hero you guys the, the way that she mothers our, our kids and you know the way that she holds them and the way that she knows what they need and the way that she works for our family i'm i'm beyond grateful and so i have to understand like all right man like i am tired too but i think if we both try to like out serve each other you guys we're gonna we're gonna be fine like I, I love that in our in our in our marriage right now. It's something we're trying to do more. But if you try to look at each other's needs and overserve each other, the, well, then you know what? You have two people trying to serve each other, and I think it's there. There's going to be some good just peace in our home, and it's kind of what we need. So let me just ask you. You said, you know, my wife, or she's a hero. She's a great mom. Do you actually say that to her often? Because I feel like for any dads listening. The best compliment that anyone can give me now or my husband can give me is when he just randomly is like, you're such a good mom. Like, I yeah. love hearing that. Yeah, especially like we we started doing these like check-ins because uh, I think on our last podcast, you guys, we were talking about the calendar. Yeah. And uh, it's it's been <laughs> something we've been implementing. And so if it's not on the calendar, it's like free free game. All right. You didn't say it. Well, then you know what? It, it you know, so if it's important, we're, we're going to use the calendar. So we've been doing these like weekly check-ins. Normally we would like kind of just coast and we, we would do like the weekly check-ins whenever we, we had like good time or we, we thought about it on the fly, but now we're like, all right, Hey, these check-ins are intentional. We're going to talk about where we're at kind of, you know, these are the times where if you want to hash out some stuff, you know, if there's something on your mind, here's, here's to really say it. And, um, but we just make sure that by the time we end this whole conversation at the end of the night, we just leave like, Hey, we're supporting each other. And I was yeah. just reminded like, Hey, babe, like, you're, you're a great mom. Like you're a great spouse. Like you, you, cr- you crush. And even though this season may be hard, you're 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 giving your best, and that's all we ask. Yeah, I think the value of if there's a partner that's staying at home, 
I think I think it's been really cool in culture to see that that individual is now starting to get more and more recognition for the for what they're doing. You know, I try to remind my wife she she stays at home, you know, four days out of the week. And one day she she comes into the office four days out of the week. I go, hey, thank you so much for doing the biggest, most uh, important job that our lives could be responsible for raising our children. My job raises money. Your job literally raises human beings in how they're going to add value to our society. But also you're teaching them how to love and, and be kind and be human beings that can fend for themselves. Like, I don't know about you. That's got to be the most important job in the in the literally in the world. Yeah, if, especially if, if you want to do it right, like the right way. Yes, yes, and that, that's exactly it. And and so, yeah, I think that that's a huge part. Some advice that we were given early on in our marriage for scorekeeping. Uh, they said the the scoreboard resets every seven days. And if you haven't settled it on your side, then it's back to zero. And so, like yeah. And so, you know, every every Sunday afternoon, we would kind of sit down and we would do the home run base hit strikeout stuff. Yep. And that's kind of like our our way to like reconcile the scoreboard and go like, hey, if, if you didn't say it, you can't bring up the negative stuff this week. Like that's, it's, it's no longer, you know, now yeah. it's on you for holding that resentment and bitterness because we now have an opportunity in a clear mark where this is our chance, you know, no, no uh, there's no consequence or, you know, obviously if someone does something really crazy, there might be some consequences, but when we're, we're able to bring this, bring it to the table. And it's like, no matter how you feel, that's a valid feeling. So let's process that. Yeah. Tomorrow Monday we'll start fresh. And so I love that. We're gonna have to try that too. Doesn't always work, you know, or or I might bring something up and my you know, my partner will be like, Hey, that, that's been seven days. And I'm like, You're right. Yeah. Uh. Well, I think again, not to generalize, but I think women are notorious. If we're like PMSing, for example, that we'll bring up something from three years ago, right? And then you guys are like, what why is that why is this coming up like where's your head at yes, yes it's that's real it's i don't real, know sure. why we're like that it's hard to let things go sometimes <laughs> so i'll tell you one piece of advice that i read in another book i can't remember which one but another it might have been the how not to hate your husband after having a baby which is literally a book title, <laughs> um, a great title. and i'll give you an example too so i don't know i think my baby our baby was like six to eight weeks old. And it was the first real time my husband wanted to get out of the house. Um, he is not a golfer, thankfully, because I could not handle that. Me, you Tommy. are. <laughs> oh, Tommy. is. <laughs> but so, you know, I'm like, yeah, like, it's fine, you know, go. And then it took like two hours longer than I anticipated. And I was getting anxious and tired with the screaming baby. And he comes home. And I'm also like texting him, fuming, like you said, this would be six hours. We're at almost eight, you know, <laughs> and he comes home and I basically like ruined his entire fun day. So the piece of advice that I read was don't piss on the gift. So if you're like granting, you know, your husband this time to go out and then he comes back and you're pissing all over it, it like ruins it. You know, I thought that was such great advice and it's helped us so much. Yeah, it's like I, at that point, I'd rather not have gone in the first place, you know? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, every husband or every partner wants each other's significant other to feel 
valued and cared for. And if we intentionally knew that we we're going to do something that would diminish that value, I don't think we'd, we'd, we'd purposely do it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. We, and yeah, it's, we messed it's yeah. important to remember too, that like, and I didn't realize that back then, just because I was a new mom. And like you said, Tommy, like I was tired and you just say whatever comes out, but you know, each of us, like it's important to do things together as a couple, of course, but each of us having the opportunity to go out and do something on our own with our friends, with ourselves, whatever it may be, whatever fills your cup, you know, alone is so important because you do then come back to the relationship, come back home feeling so like refreshed and rejuvenated. And I mean, that was a piece of advice my mother-in-law gave me too. She was like, yeah, like sometimes it's not fun to be home alone for three hours with the baby, but he comes home feeling, you know, so positive and uplifted and it's so good for the relationship. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, like every single person has to like know like or find their own hobbies too. You know, like like my wife, she's a homebody by nature. She just loves like being, you know, cozy at home. Just, you know, it's it's just where she's just the most comfortable. And I have to remind her sometimes, babe, like, hey, look, this may be, you know, like where you find your most peace, but you also should find different hobbies where you can actually go out and refill in different ways too. Because I know that for so long, you can only be inside, especially when now when you have these little nuggets running around and I'm, you guys, my boys are crazy. I mean, they're nuts all right now. As yeah. as I'm leaving the house today, Levi's running around. He's just jumping, and she's like, "Did you give him my coffee before he before he brought him back?" And I'm like, "No, I, I swear." But you know, it's like everyone has to find like their own thing that refills them. Because I, I like what you just said right there. Because you can come back full, you can be re-energized, and you can become your best self. So that you can, you know, um, it's something that we're I'm like we're processing through right now on Sunday for Father's Day, we're going to do like a family breakfast in the morning. And then uh, she's like, I, you know, I kind of told her, I said, hey, you know, all, all of my buddies, I'm back in my hometown right now. And all of my, uh, some of my buddies I grew up with are going kayaking down this river, like all the dads. And she's like, why don't you just go with the boys and just, and just go and, you know, do your thing. And I'm like, you sure, you sure though? You know, like you don't, you don't, you know, and she's like, yeah, like go, go crush it, be with them. I know you want to see them for a long time. And so it's like, to me, that just means the world. I'm like, I've yeah. never been more excited to just go down a little river and, and, but knowing that my wife is like supporting me to actually go out and like do something I really want to do. And it took me a long time to get to this point. I think I would just always feel almost like not jealous, but like, I want to be the one doing something with you. You know, I don't want to stay home. Like I want to be with you even before we had a kid. So I really have had to, over the last two years, learn that we both need our space. And he, because he knew I would feel this way, he would always push me to also go do something, right? Like, again, back to that scorekeeping, like, okay, now you also go see a friend so I don't feel bad about it, you know? And he also would push me to, like, have hobbies. And I'm like, well, I don't play sports like you, you know? So I've tried to find my own little hobbies. And even if it's just doing, like, a virtual yoga class at home, we have now, like, have this setup where even if I don't have a hobby outside of the house this is my me time like you'll do bedtime you know and I'm gonna go hide away in the bedroom and do whatever fills my cup even if I don't have a hobby outside of the home mm, I love that yeah I, you know I think all of this stuff is it's, there's a, the, a such a weird tension in in marriage that's like I, if I don't get my time then I can't give the best of who I am to my partner and if I don't also give my partner time to get, have alone time, they're not going to be the best in 
that scorekeeping resentment starts to build up because, you know, I, I think it all comes down to this this one word is it's communication and not having clear streams of hey, I really need. Have you guys seen this TikTok that's gone viral recently? That's like there was this um I don't know who, who she is, but um some doctor and she's like, when I come home, I tell my husband, I got I got 40 percent. Can you cover the 60 percent that we need to make 100? We'll be like, yeah, hey, today I, I got some I got 60 percent in the tank ready to cover you, you know, and the other days it might it might be you know, the other way. And then if they're both like, Hey, we don't have together. If we don't have the margin to hit a hundred, then both of us are going to take five minutes each. We're going to go in the car, take a deep breath and come back and push through, you know, but like, as soon as they come through the door, Hey, how's it, you know, they let each other know. So that way there's no, or, or they text each other, you know, coming in into the situation. Now I'm like, that is, if, if I knew where my wife was at, she might be at 15%, 10%. The mm. whole day, my six-year-old is off. He's he's uh, back in the house from for summer break, and it's a whole different ball game. You know, when there's when there's a three-year-old, I come back from work and she has eighty percent. She's good to go with, with both of them. Dear God, yeah, it's a it, you know, but just communicating that expectation, I think helps so much with the score with scorekeeping. Yeah. You know, like I, I, now I come home and I'm like. Oh, you have 20. Yeah, absolutely. I got 80. Let's go. You know, and I'm, yeah. I'm like ready to step up, you know? I love that. Is, yeah. I wish like, do you remember playing the Sims, the computer game when we were younger? Like, I wish we could have like little batteries yeah. above our head like they do. So we all know where we're really at, because then if I'm a 20 and I like go off on my husband, maybe he wouldn't take it so personally. You know what I mean? Because it's of just course. me. That's a symptom like, of 20. Yeah. Not that like we should be able to regulate ourselves, right? But oh, sometimes we just got to get it out. It's so real. Yes. I think that, like we said, it's important to remember to date each other, that that is just so important. So I've talked about this on Instagram and some of the things that I've heard as to why it doesn't happen often is either they live far away you know, from family and there's no one to watch the kids. You know, babysitters are expensive or you can't find one or it's hard to know who you can trust or especially a first time parent that first year. It's it's hard to leave your baby and child again because you don't really trust other people to do it well. So that said, I kind of want to talk about some like at home date night ideas as well. Things that we can do when we can't get out, but also maybe we can give some ideas for dating. And the funny thing that always happens now to us like if we do hire a babysitter most of the time my son stays with my mother-in-law so we have the full day so we'll go like bop around like bar hopping having fun and we have the whole night and the next morning so highly recommend that but when we're paying a, a sitter we will be out and I feel tell me if you guys ever feel this I feel all this pressure because I'm like okay we've paid this much for the uber we're paying this much per hour for the sitter and I'm like the food has to be amazing. The conversation has to be great. Like, and if it's not, dang, like that was so much money we just spent. <laughs> and it was yeah. like a mediocre date. A hundred percent. I feel that pressure. I'm like, this date better be worth the price of this babysitter right now. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah, you put all the pressure on it. And I, I think the last thing that generates romance in a marriage is obligation to reach a financial standard you know so i think this is something that my, my wife and i we we did early on 
we didn't have to do this, but this is really similar to what you're talking about. We said we can only do $10 date days or date nights. And so even though we're paying 200, 250 bucks for a babysitter, you know, we're, we're still only going to spend $10 and we have to alternate who's in charge of coming up with the date, date ideas. And so like we started to push the creativity of this stuff like crazy because with, with 10 bucks, you have to go and I do know. I need to hear this. That sounds like you're eating like ramen on a picnic blanket. <laughs> okay. You know, maybe Costco hot dogs, but you know, okay. it's, <laughs> I mean, the nice thing we're I'm in LA, so it, it's kind of like a cheat code, you know, there's, there's Getty museum. That's free. You know, there's all sorts of really cool things, but like a resource, like that someone told us about, they, they said, go to your, go to your library. You're, you know, you can go online and do it. And your library has a list of all of the, uh, upcoming free events like music festivals film festivals all but it also like caused us like you know think ahead and in for the first time in a long time not go like oh it's time for date night let's just let, i guess let's go out and spend money because that's the only way we can guarantee quality and so we would have to start to it was a week ahead so you know every i think it was like every thursday at that point you know and we, we came up with some fun stuff, but it just removed the pressure of like, this date has to be perfect. And instead we were like, okay. And sometimes they were so cheesy and so lame. And it was like, I can't believe we're doing this. And we laughed, we laugh about it. You know, it's like, what are we like in high school again? You know, it's like, we have money in our, let's go, let's go do that. But it, it just forced us. And, and of course, sometimes we'd get to a place and we'd be like, okay, let's, let's, you know. But I think the principle of like, let's let's force ourselves to be creative again and, and kind of challenge ourselves really boosted that for us and so yeah i love that like i i love what you know um what we're saying about all this right here because i think what it, what are we really trying to say about the, the principle of what we're talking about here and it's just being very intentional about like creating the quality time and, and investing into like this the whole dating thing right it doesn't take a lot of like creativity to just kind of be like, hey, let's just post up and watch a movie. Now, even though it may be good, but I, I do like we've been going to the last couple of weeks, you guys. I don't always like, you know, like ice cream. I, I love ice cream, but I'm always I don't always like crush it. Some people love it, like love, love can do it. Just anyway. Say my name, Tommy. Just say it. that's all, all you have to do is <laughs> not even saying that, man. <laughs> but like we've been the ice cream is like four, four blocks up the street. And, you know, like just. Like last night, she was like, "Hey, you want to just this weekend? You want to just take a walk up to to the shop and just kind of it's kind of what we used to do in high school. So I, I've known Leah for quite some time now, and um, in college we would we would always kind of just go up to the to this little shop up the street and just kind of just walk and talk and hang. And it's just something that you know you recreate to like put some quality. She's a very quality time. It's one of her love languages. She loves quality time. It doesn't even have to be about money." As long as there's just a connecting point, you guys, it feels like it's the best day in the world when you just have a great conversation. And so, yeah. so for us, you know, and I, I do feel like we we're kind of living in this weird cheat code season right now because her um my I'm with my in-laws right now and they live on a they have like this crazy pool that overlooks this lake. And so they have like little paddle boats and you know, the little uh so we you know we're, we've been doing all sorts of fun stuff throughout the summer, but what I I think what Nate is really saying, and I'm kind of agreeing with what he's saying, is that it doesn't take a lot of, like, it doesn't take much to just be intentional and in getting creative. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like, I think 
we're just enjoying like right now, like small mm-hmm. walks to walk and talk. Like if we're gonna get the kids out, you know, thank God that we're around like our, you know, uh, my parents and, you know, her parents. So, so it's kind of been cheaper for us to not having to pay for sitters. You guys, yeah. just, you know, takes that pressure yeah. off takes that pressure yeah. off and so now we're like all right well let's just let's just actually don't think about anything else except for being here in this moment and talking about some 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 fun stuff you know and when we reconnect you guys it, it does feel like it man like we're this this feels awesome i think we're all looking for that right now you know in in marriage it's just been nice to be able to kind of like like marriages it it needs to really be that it needs to come with that intentionality with dating and with you yeah. know putting your spouse first because all, all else will fail eventually if that if that if that takes second place anything else can i can i say tommy i think tommy came up with this hack a long time ago but creating um a parent chain and you you alternate who watches kids for date nights and so you know it's like you have monday night and so on monday night i don't know timmy and sally drop off their kid at your house and they go on a date and then on Tuesday night, you drop off your kid. And so it's like other parents watching yeah. kids, you know, and, and it's free because you're creating, you know, opportunities. And it's like that, that might be a early, a, a kind of a cheap way to do it. But he, let me just say, I'll say one more, one more thing. And um, have you ever heard of the RO box, Sandra? No. It's oh. like this, it, Tommy and I have gotten really into it. And it's like this, it's basically a, a, really cool like aesthetic looking box and it's just a charger for your phone but whenever you charge your phone it logs into an app and it gamifies how long your phone has been in the box okay so it's basically a tool to like get you off of your phone and to be with your family yeah the auto box isn't isn't that big of a deal sorry just just a second my kids are coming in you guys i'm so sorry (laughs) real real life here (laughs) hey boys hey guys Hey, I'm on a quick call, and then as soon as I'm done with this, <laughs> wherever you want, come say hi. Come here. Hi. Hi. That river. Hey, I love you guys. We're almost done. Okay. Okay. Go go out out out. I'll see you soon, Gray. I love it. Real life. So, <laughs> the the garage is like the sanctuary, and then uh yeah, it's great. But, but yeah, I was just gonna say. You could do, you know, dinner at home, even watch a movie at home. And if your phone is out of sight, it adds so much to an experience, you know, and then you can like feel like you're having a date at home, watching a movie and eating popcorn together. But I think like all these studies are showing, even if your phone is in sight, your, your brain isn't in the, isn't in, in the moment. And so I think like, I wonder if the quality of dating has gone down so much. And so we need more out of our dates because our phones are always present. Like where our minds aren't with the people that are right in front of us. Yeah. Like when my husband and I are having our nights where we're watching Netflix together, he'll have often his phone still. Cause he's looking yeah. at like stuff <laughs> yeah. and I'm always like looking over annoyed and I'm like, babe, like, are you with me? Like, that's what I always yeah. say. He's like, yeah, like I can multitask. You know, or he has his secondary TV if it's basketball or football season because he's he's so nice to uh, compromise. Right. Like if it's a football night, he will literally say like, okay, we can still Netflix and chill together like you're wanting, but I'm going to have the the side TV on so that I'm not missing it. So we'll do both. And somehow with my ADD, I don't get too distracted. 
So there's a lot of compromise too, you know, but um, so we actually both work from home and it blows my mind that it took us this many years to realize we can have free dates during the day when our son is at daycare. So like now we're taking more walks together, quick little mm -hmm. walks. I was like, why don't we go to like lunch one day a week and like have a quick, cheap, like Mexican date or something, right? So we're trying to do that more. I just like randomly picked up tennis. So now we're playing at the tennis courts in the neighborhood, oh. which has been amazing oh. for us. Yeah, like I'm not really into sports. And so the fact that right now we're doing something that he really resonates with, not that he's like a tennis player or watches much tennis, right? But it's a sport and he can literally pick up any ball or racket or whatever and play. So it has brought this like lightheartedness, you know, this, this beautiful new like, element to our relationship which has been so much fun <laughs> highly recommend yes i love it i love it I, I think anything that you can have fun a little competition in marriage is, is you know, yeah. lighthearted competition is like so important yeah i, I remember uh during the pandemic I, I we had friends and they're like go get a marriott rewards program in one day a week when you're working at home and your kids you know at daycare go to the go to the marriott and you know go to the pool or whatever it is and have go get away you know it's like have that have a moment or, or whatever it is and sometimes i'm like in the middle of the day like lunch used to be the, the non-romantic time now it's like let's do lunch you know it's like, yeah great definitely yeah, totally it, it really does just feel like it just i don't know i, I just think that when you are going out of your way like, I, I just feel like, at least like for me, you guys, I feel like if I go out of my way for my wife and do something that she just like wasn't thinking about, you know, it just feels like, man, he's like really taking the time to really like be intentional about this thing. And it could be the the cheesiest thing. Like you guys, this so, yeah. is like, I've, so we started dating in 2014. I proposed in 2015 and I got married in 2016. And I used to like, as cheesy as it sounds, I used to like, um, this is like, I want to really trying to win her over. And I was just like, like, I, I would like, uh, like a little art nerd. I used to crush art class in high school. You guys, it's no one, really <laughs> knows that, but I, I do. And so I would like cut out all these pictures and put these words together. And like, I, I would, I would send it to her and, you know, and give it to her. And I just know how it would make her feel. And so like, instead of just doing it on her birthday now, once in a, you know, great while I'll still kind of like, just because I enjoy it, you know, I'll try to create or something, not really trying to like, you know, win a trip or something. You guys come on, Nate. I know that's what you're thinking. Like, you, <laughs> no, yeah, on, you give me that look, man. I just want to see the art. That's all. I just want to see the art, Tommy. That's it. I, I will show you a little collage, but <laughs> but it, it just feels like it's like, you know, Sandra, with what you're saying, I really love it because I, I resonate with it right now because it's like, we we randomly went to like Jimmy John's the other day just with us and we're like this is I like it like yeah it wasn't it wasn't expected it wasn't in the calendar it wasn't like you know we didn't plan totally. for it it's like let's just get in the car and let's just go real quick mm -hmm. and that and that it's like little things like that you guys really add so much value into this relationship yep I totally agree all that little like spontaneous things that you can do and then again that takes less pressure than you know the date night and especially too yeah. for like my husband isn't the one that's like making restaurant reservations and putting in all this thought you know a week or two ahead on where to go what activities to do because if you don't plan it in advance like we like to do things like certain restaurants that require reservations we like to do like comedy shows and if you don't 
book that two weeks out, like you can't go. So like I'm having to think about all these things, like you're having to set up childcare and all this stuff. And so then that adds more mental load and pressure and yeah. yeah. I, I think this is what, so I'll, I'll tell my wife a date and she has to organize childcare, but she knows I'm going to do all the rest. And I so, Hey, on so-and-so date, you, you better be ready, but I need you to take care of childcare from this time to this time. And then she's like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, you're going to have to wait and see, you know, that, that type of that. stuff. And I have, you know, a, a secret account. She knows she, we call it secret money, but I'll go out of my way once a month to take an extra gig or freelance. I don't know, whatever it is. I'll go sell water bottles on the Santa Monica pier, whatever it takes to, you know, kind of have some like hidden money. So it doesn't feel like, oh man, this thing's hitting our budget. It's like, oh, the, tonight's free. You know, it's like, I get to treat her to that experience. And so yeah, I think, but yeah, the child getting like childcare seems so overwhelming to me, but like doing all the other stuff, I'm like, oh, that's easy. It, it's so weird. The the thought load, you know, of that stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Sharing- and that's, that's where that communication comes in. And like, what's easier for you? What's easier for you? Like my husband and I realized he prefers doing laundry and I prefer vacuuming. Like I sort of enjoy vacuuming and he likes to do laundry. So it's like having that you know, communication. And like you said in the beginning, Tommy, like you have to communicate, right? I hear so many women that say like, why do I have to ask him? Like I put up a question box about what do you guys followers on Instagram want me to ask dads who try? And everything felt so negative. And I didn't want to talk about any of it because it is very generalized. And it was like, why do I have to tell my husband to do this? Why can't he just see that there's stuff in front of him that needs to get done? You know? And it's like, maybe that's just like how, you know, your husband is wired and it's okay to have to tell him like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I think so. And, you know, when it comes to, I think you said the word resentment, right? Like I think a lot of, a lot of partners feel resentment when they feel like other people, um, when they see things that other people don't. And, you know, I think maybe from Tommy and I, we, our job working with, with young people or, early on in marriage, us being knuckleheads, like we've learned really early, like I'm going to tell my wife straight up, I'm not going to be able to see the things that you care about the most. I need you to train me. Like I I just, I need you to lean in and give me insight because I want to care about the things you care about, but I need to know what those things are. And I'm going to try my best to anticipate your needs, but sometimes I just, I'm not going to know and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. To my, to, you know, to my partner, I'm like, hey, you're probably not going to know all the things that I, I'm anticipating from you. And if I don't tell you, I'm not honoring you and I'm doing you a disservice and I'm not setting you up for success, not just in our marriage, but in my heart. Yeah. Like I'm actually, you know, setting you up for failure in my heart, which causes more resentment and bitterness. And it's a cycle. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah, that communication piece. Nay, uh, it's so true. And uh, so well said. It's because it's, you know, because a lot of us, I feel like I've kind of gone through this where, you know, I'm not I just plain and simple. My wife is obviously the better communicator in the relationship. She you don't have you don't have to read her thoughts. She'll just tell you how she feels. And so um, she, she would rather tell you how you how it is real fast. And if it hurts your feelings, then she'll apologize later. But, you know, I used to be like, babe, like that. That's that's kind of wild. But the more the older I get, you guys, the more I, I have like. I'm just so thankful for that 
because I would rather not assume anymore because I used to do a lot of the like this assumption. All right. I think this is what she wants. You're just going to go with it. And, you know, or I would assume things and then I would get like let down in like my own heart, you know, and so I would have all these like weird like letdowns and I would start all that does lead to resentment it does lead to bitterness and then i would be like i would wait for just the right moment and then it would just boil 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 and then just explode well xyz and it was like yo that was like months ago man are you right. good yeah exactly so i think you know you as uh you know a significant other we all have to play our part in learning how to if you're not a good communicator well then guess what you have time yeah and, and also communicate that you're not a good communicator yeah. Hey, this is something I really struggle with. Okay, now there's a, a expectation. Number one, that I I'm gonna develop this, right? That's not an excuse not to become a good communicator, but this is where I'm at right now. Number two, for your for your partner to go, okay, great. Now now we know where each other are at and we can temper our expectations. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And like my love language is the complete opposite of my husband. So just like your wife, Tommy, like I'm all about, I don't know if these are the, the exact names, but words of affirmation and um, where I just like quality time. And what's the other one? Like touch. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. If that's yeah, one. Physical touch. Yeah, so yeah, not knowing them, you nailed them perfect. That's okay, perfect. good. So I will often, if I'm craving something that my husband isn't you know, providing a lot of, I will remind him, I'm like, Hey babe, like, can you, you know, speak my love language a little more this week? You know, like, can you walk by yeah. me and like rub my back or like, give me a kiss, tell me you love me. And sometimes I have to remind him of that. And you know, it, it used to frustrate me, but now I'm like, it's fine. Like if that's what I want, I just need to communicate that. And likewise, like this week, I randomly, like I said, he's more domestic than me. And I randomly decided after grocery shopping to empty out the entire fridge and reorganize it and wipe it down. And he, later that night, he was like, man, that's like my love language. Like that made me like so happy. And I, I was yeah. like, should I start like putting on like lingerie and just like organizing the fridge? Like, would that really do it for you? <laughs> the answer is probably yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's I, yeah, I think it's yeah. Uh, of course, Hollywood and, and all that stuff is kind of given us like this really glamorized version of what sexuality and romance should be. But it's like when you just care about each other's needs yeah. and anticipate that, that's more of a turn on than anything else you know in the world. And so, you know, wait, you thought about me when I wasn't here, and you took action and did something. What you know, it's like that. That yeah, I think that that's that's so important and. I love what you're saying. Sometimes you just have to be blunt and be like, hey, this week, can you provide this, you know, love language a little bit more? And and so I wish, you know, I, this is not, I don't know if this is a generalization or not, but I don't think it is because I think it works uh, for, for anybody in a relationship. Subtleties are the worst way to communicate need. And it usually comes out as passive aggression, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, man, I haven't eaten all day. You know, it's like trying to like give hints. And it's like, no, just say like, hey, is there any chance that you could help me with? You know, it's like it, it, you're going to get to the need faster and you're going to appreciate each other more for it, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it, that stuff drives me bonkers, you know, because like I, I'm such a I can't read into that stuff. You guys, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's like 
would rather that's why I'm like I have such a an appreciation now for people who are like blunt and direct mm -hmm. you know I used to you guys avoid all this stuff I used to rather just you know like just kind of float on by and just no I need you to be direct with me as much as possible if you need food you know what let's go get food out I'm I'm making it happen if you need me to clean the house you know of course I, I would hope that you know if your house is looking crazy like that you just have the <laughs> to clean your house but you and know parenting is real Tommy yeah it's crazy but I, I will say this and Nate you said it right there meeting each other's needs like is the 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 like in this in the smallest ways it's just for me it's just the biggest turn on like the other day you know like I came home from work and the whole house is spotless and I'm like knowing that she was like with these two boys and knowing that they were probably acting a fool before bedtime and knowing that she had all these things on her on her plate and she still crushed it. I'm like, I'm just like, man, I'm like, I don't know if I could love this girl any more than I do right now. But also you know? to remember that if she is a stay-at-home mom and the house is a wreck, not to point that out either because I, I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I don't know how stay-at-home moms do it and keep the house clean. So that's also important too. Yeah, you know, the primary job is not to keep a house clean Right. Or the meal primary job is to, the primary job is to make sure i'm so sorry guys i feel like we need to jump off your kids like really want you we're going to universal studios today and nice. rib i'm almost done okay can you give me two more minutes i don't think okay. i'm gonna cut this stuff from the podcast i love it it's just yeah real, keep it in, keep it in. <laughs> yeah the primary goal is to raise kids not not to take care of items and possessions and so yeah, that even if, yeah, the values of the person and the people. All right. So we'll wrap this up so you guys can go have some fun. I know it's it's summer now. So um, thank you both for being here. I think this was a really great episode. I don't think we bashed on women or men too hard this time. Hopefully <laughs> this resonates well with the listeners. So again, just tell everyone where they can find you. I think it's just at dads who try on, on everything, YouTube. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, all the fun stuff. Yeah, Facebook. Perfect. And you guys have a podcast. Yes. Yeah. No podcast. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you both for being here today. And we still didn't get to all my bullet points. So we're going to have to have a episode Probably. three soon. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at my best mom friend. I'll see you again next time.